everybody. Welcome to the OETA Movie Club podcast. My name is Jeff Moreva. I'm the director of the show, and I'm here with our host, Mr. Robert Birch. Mr. Jeff Moreva, how are you doing? I'm doing great. How are you doing? Yeah, not bad. Doing good. Yeah. All right. Good to hear. Good to hear, my friend. Um, all right. So this is the OETA Movie Club podcast. We right. air on OETA, um, your state PBS station, and uh, every Saturday night at 9, and uh, we, we repeat the following Fridays at 11 at night. And um, we got classic movies that we bring to you each week. And uh, sometimes a little bit more modern movies. This is one of our more modern movies. It's still modern, an 80 cla- yeah. 80s classic. 87. But, yeah. uh, you know, in, in it, years it past, seems modern it, it seems modern to us. <laughs> <laughs> so uh, this week we're talking about Baby Boom, starring Diane Keaton and Sam Shepard. And Harold Ramis. And Harold Ramis. Yeah. I almost forgot Harold Ramis. He's like kind of a small part in this. He does. He does. And we were actually talking about him before we started. This is one of the few movies that he's yeah. acted in without having written the, spree- the uh, screenplay. Yeah, you think about the great movies he's written. Like, yes. Uh, Caddyshack, right. um, uh, Groundhog Day, uh, Ghostbusters. Ghostbusters. I wrote that with Dan Aykroyd. Yeah. Uh, I mean, some of the great oh, yeah. comedies of all time. Oh, yeah. And he, But this is one that he just kind of uh, took a small acting role in. Yeah. yeah. You know, and he's good. He's oh, yeah, he's good in it. Sure. Yeah. So, yeah, this is from 1987, um, rated PG. Mm-hmm. Um, and, uh, yeah, go ahead and set it up for us. This um, is kind of like one of those, uh, uh, in the 80s, they did a few of those fish out or a turnabout yeah. type films, right? So uh, there's uh, Look Who's Talking uh, or uh, Mr. Mom with, uh, you know, Michael mm-hmm. Keaton. But uh, this is um, the story of J.C. Wyatt. She is a high-powered businesswoman, you know, uh, so high-powered they they call her the Tiger Lady. The Tiger Lady. And she, you know, she goes into meetings and she comes out, you know, with your pants, basically. (laughs) Well, um, she gets unexpected news that a distant relative has passed away and has uh, left her... Uh, uh, a baby girl, a, a, an infant, right. to take care of. And she's like, you know, the last person in the world, uh, you know, suited, you know, or, or expecting motherhood. Right. And uh, so it, you know, basically her life is thrown into turmoil. Right. And, um, you know, she, um, for anybody used to seeing her in movies like Annie Hall and everything mm-hmm. like that, she is, she's completely different in this movie. Yeah. Um, it's it's a really great acting job on her part. Uh-huh. Um, but yeah, like you were saying, this is kind of one of those um, role reversal comedies um, that were really popular um, in the 80s. Uh-huh. Um, you've got Three Men and a Baby. Uh-huh. Oh, um, about that one. Yeah. Um, yeah. You've got uh, Mr. Mom. We talked about that one mm-hmm. a little bit. Uh, for Keeps. You've got all these like uh-huh. 80s baby movies, basically. I don't remember that one. For keeps. For keeps. It wasn't a. It was. I don't. It was not a comedy. Oh, um, oh yeah. Huh. It was a. Uh, oh, who was it? Ali Sheedy, I think. Oh. Um, I think like I like, she, like she becomes pregnant, kind of young, uh-huh. and uh, and they have to decide if they're going to keep the baby or you know, uh-huh. and uh, so yeah. So I think it's more of a drama, but uh, but yeah. Uh, huh. But yeah, um, or you, I think they somebody named uh, uh, she's having a baby. Yeah, as is kind of one of these, not exactly role reversal, but uh, but just kind of a baby movie that kind uh, of boomed in the eighties. Yeah, you know, well baby your life boom. is changing because 
of having a child. Right. And everybody that has kids knows that's what happens. Your life totally changes. It does. It totally changes. <laughs> I can uh, attest to that. Um, so let's talk for a minute about the um, the twins in this movie. The baby uh, was played by the a babies. set of twins. Right. Um, and uh, and they actually went to a book signing of Diane Keaton. Right. That's a kind of a funny story. Christina and Michelle Kennedy. Uh, now, you know, this is common. Say, like, uh, uh, what's the 80 or the 90s? TV sitcom where they used the two Olsen Oh, twins. yeah, Full House. Full House. Yeah. I uh, didn't watch it. Um, <laughs> I didn't either. I didn't either. And there, now, now there's a spinoff or, or a modern, a Fuller House or whatever, which oh, I, haven't, really? I haven't seen any of that uh, one either. But but it's yeah. it's on the air or uh-huh. on streaming at least. <laughs> well, they do this a lot. You know, I mean, uh, because of union rules, you can only work the uh, children under a certain age. Uh, right. So many hours. And, you know, even if the child's asleep, that counts as, you know, screen time or whatever. So they have to have twins a lot of times. Yeah. You know, triplets, if possible. Right. But, and um, so Christina and Michelle Kennedy, they um, uh, worked on this film. They, they played the one girl. Right. And uh, so they grew up as kids normally do. <laughs> and uh, they went to college, and they were at college when they found out that uh, Diane Keaton had a book signing not too far away in uh, Southampton, uh, New York, upstate yeah. New York. And um, so they decided, hey, let's go see Diane. And uh, they brought a picture of themselves for her to sign as babies. You know? Yeah. And uh, so they're standing in line, and, you know, they've changed a little bit since uh, Diane. <laughs> yeah, 20 years. Line, yeah. You know. And uh, so when they finally get up there, they, they put the picture in front of her to sign, and she doesn't even look up. She just says, you know, oh, gosh, I was just thinking about the twins not too long ago. And then she, you know, looks at the picture, and then she looks up at the girls and looks back at the picture and looks up at the girls, and then goes, oh, it's you. And yeah. so she gets up, and they have a hug, and they take another picture, you know. And uh, the girls, ha- uh, when they got out of college, they ended up uh, becoming teachers. Both of them were teachers. Yeah, yeah I know. Yeah. That's, that's crazy. Twins are freaky. I'm not going to lie. They yeah. freak me out a little bit. If they wear the same clothes. Oh, uh, yeah, that's always time. weird. Yeah. yeah. And like they became, they both became teachers. And uh-huh. twins are those kind of kids that I want to go up and pinch one and go to the other one and say, did you feel that? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> twins they, have always weirded me out a yeah. little bit. I don't know why. I don't know why. They wear the same thing. They, they you know, marry the same kind of guys, you know, or, you know. <laughs> they have yeah. the same parents. No. Um, all right. So, an, oh, an, another movie we, we missed when we were talking about 80s baby movies. Look yeah. Who's Talking. Right. That was one of my favorite baby movies of the 80s. Uh-huh. Look Who's Talking love, 1 and, yeah. and 2. And 3. Uh, there is a 3, like, I think. I think yeah. that's the pets, though, in that one. Is it? I, haven't, yeah. I don't know if I've seen part 3. Yeah. I can't even remember part 2 now. But part one is funny. Yeah. Part one is pretty right. funny. Like Kirstie Alley and John Travolta. John Travolta right. and Bruce Willis is the oh. voice of the baby. Uh-huh. Yeah. Um, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. He's kind of well-known. Yeah. yeah. Um, um, <laughs> I didn't know that Kim Basinger was actually offered the role before Diane Keaton and turned it down. Yeah. That so, would have been a very different film. It would have I been. Think. Yeah. You know? I'm trying to think of what, you know, what what else was she doing in 87? What was she doing? Uh, you know. Not she, comedy. No, not comedy. Yeah, I don't know of her I don't know of Kim Basinger in a comedy film. No. There's kind of a Yeah, I can't think of one either. Uh-uh. No. But Diane I, Keaton has a long list. Of oh, yeah. Comedy. I think the closest thing Kim Basinger's done to a comedy is like 
to Kill Bill. <laughs> is she, she's not in that, though, is she? Yeah. No. Kim Basinger? Yeah, she is. Yeah. What is she? She's the one with the patch and the... Oh. Uh, yeah. Okay. I can't remember what her name is. Huh. And yeah. then her? Am I going crazy? Is that someone else? I think it's crazy. Oh, man. I'm crazy. I've gone... <laughs> I've lost my mind. Um, I've done lost my mind today. Yeah. Um, so another thing that I didn't know about this movie until we were researching it, I don't remember this at all. I had uh-huh. no idea that it... it uh, spurred a a short-lived oh, yeah. TV series. A TV series. Right, yeah. because Hollywood, you know, there are very few new ideas. True, and, true. Uh, so anything that worked at the box office, they're going to try and steal most things. Now, this wasn't Diane Keaton. This was a lady named Kate Jackson. Right. Oh, um, one of Charlie's Angels. Yeah. Right. And uh, so, but she was in the movie, um, sitcom, the TV series. 1988. Uh-huh. I'm it sorry, was only C- one C- year. It was like, like 18 episodes yeah. is all they did. And... Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I have then, no uh, memory of it. One guy that's in this film, and I, you know, the name is familiar, but I couldn't pick him out of a lineup. Oh, the Christopher guy. Yeah, he's for Noth. Wanamaker. Noth. Sam Wanamaker. Yeah, reprised his role as Fritz Curtis in in the in the series. Now maybe that's that could be her boss in this. Okay. Right, uh, the guy that plays her boss, and uh, yeah, uh, it sounds familiar. I think that yeah. might be him. Um. I thought it was interesting what the producer Nancy Myers said about Sam Shepard. Oh, yeah. Um, apparently, like, they were told from the beginning when they said, we want Sam Shepard to play yeah. this role, they were like, don't even bother. Right. You're not going to get Sam Shepard. This character doesn't come in until the third act of the movie. <laughs> You're never going to get him. Right, because he was, he was a really at the top of his career at the time. Yeah. So what I think is funny about this whole the whole thing, they send him, him a letter. Uh-huh. <clears throat> Pardon me. They send him a letter. And he eventually answers it and says yes, that he'll do it. But the letter is sent to a True Value hardware store in Virginia. <laughs> where he gets, where he his, gets mail. his mail. Really? You know? I know. I'm like, wait, what? I had to go back and read that and make sure. I was like, I think I just read that wrong. Now that's a oh, no, I read it right. Earth. He's that's a right. man of the earth. You know, he's right. going down to the hardware store. <laughs> Bill, you got anything for me? And he's, yeah, Sam, I got uh, got a couple of mail, uh, letters here <laughs> for you from Hollywood. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I just don't, <laughs> I don't get it. But um, but yeah, the producer Nancy Myers said that, and uh, and her and her husband Charles were actually the ones who produced and directed this right. film. Yeah, um, they were. And they had they had just gotten married right mm-hmm. before this movie, and I think she got pregnant during this movie. Yeah. Baby boom, uh-huh. no pun intended. But they wrote this together. And they wrote it together. And, and then he directs it. She and, produces and it. And she produces it. Right. And she said that when she produced it that it was based on kind of the uh, the 1940s comedies. Uh-huh. Um, um, comedies air of like, oh, what was it, Bachelor Mother and uh-huh. Woman of the Year. And she said that she wanted, wanted it kind of reminiscent to like Rosalind Russell and Catherine, Catherine Hepburn. Hepburn. Um, and kind of that working women that they portrayed in that those in tailored that suits tailored and the suits, envelope uh, right. bags and stuff like that yeah that she would you know very together woman of the of the 40s you know right up through the 80s yeah and that uh uh yeah that she like 10 years before this was produced she said that uh it would probably have been start a man right in in the role you know as the uh un uh, the reluctant parent who has his life turned upside down by, uh, you know, the discovery of a, a baby that only he had, could take care of. 
And uh, but you know because it was uh, the eighties and uh, you know a lot there was of such a push for careers, ladies and, and, yeah. in the workforce that uh, that this was the right time for this. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I I and I didn't know we were talking about Charles Shire and Nancy Meyer being a husband wife team. I didn't realize that they had done a number of collaborations uh-huh. together. Oh, yeah. um, I don't know any of the other ones. I was trying but, to think of that. Um, I cannot uh, place one, but. Yeah, but, uh, but I was yeah. just thinking uh, back to the uh, suits, the 1940s, oh, yeah. 1980s. What do they have in common? Uh, shoulder pads. Shoulder pads. <laughs> they do. That's true. They uh-huh. do. And um, I thought it was cool that Diane Keaton received the sole name above the title billing yeah. for this movie. Because, um, again, this was 80s, which, again... We were just talking about how this movie would have been different if it was made 10, 20 years earlier. Yeah. It would have been probably had a guy. And it was because of the careerism and the success of um, stuff like that that they decided to go with a woman. But at this time in the 80s, women still weren't getting that top billing Above compared the title, to, you, you yeah. know what I mean? And right. especially when you have like Sam Shepard right. in the film, uh, you know, it's surprising that you would just have one actor with their, right. you know... It, one actor that wasn't Stallone or Schwarzenegger. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, um, we were talking about the twins that played the baby. Uh-huh. And you were talking about how even uh, even while they were sleeping, that still counts as screen oh, time yeah. and There's they're only story, allowed. Yeah, yeah, so the story, like, I thought this was really interesting because behind the scenes I'm wondering, you know, how did they do some of this? And... Um, and I guess I've probably wondered this with several movies that you know that have had young babies in it and and them and everything. And so the film crew would lower the lights as low as they could get them, with uh-huh. still being able to you know not bump into each other or whatever, uh-huh. and wait for the baby to fall asleep, uh-huh. and then slowly raise the lights back up <laughs> to not wake up the baby, so they could get the shots of the baby sleeping. Oh, yeah. So I thought that was funny. Now you uh, you lived in New York. Yeah. Um, you know, they, they, uh, the building that's supposed to be yes. the, the advertising agency that she works at is the Seagram's building. Yes, it is. Right? Yeah. Over on uh, Park, Park Avenue. Park Avenue, yeah. And it's, it's used in several films uh, and TV series. Uh, the, um, the exterior is used in uh, That Girl. Yeah. You know, the uh, Marlo Thomas yes. TV series back in the day. But uh, it's been in several Films, it's just really distinctive, uh, you know, prestigious. It is. You know, it looks like money. It, it does. <laughs> it does. A lot of glass, a lot of uh, chrome and silver. Well, Park and, Avenue, of course. Of course, you know, yeah. You know, it, but, but you know, I, the, I didn't spend a lot of time on Park Avenue because I couldn't afford anything <laughs> on Park Avenue. You lived right by oh, there, I right? Lived, I you? lived a short subway right away. <laughs> so. From like... The Bronx. The Bronx, exactly. <laughs> Lived in Astoria, Queens, uh-huh. which is a nice yeah. little Greek community. And, uh, and uh, had good Greek food over Oh, they there. did. They did. They had a place called the Blue Sea Diner. Uh-huh. That we would, it was right by our subway stop, and we would eat there a lot of times in the morning or evening on our way home or on the way to work or uh-huh. whatever. And uh, It was a Greek restaurant. And But, you know, what's funny is for breakfast, they had some traditional Greek, Greek dishes for breakfast, but they also made donuts. And these are some of the best donuts I've ever Ooh. had in my life. Like, I, they were just so amazing. Uh-huh. Anyway, I digress. Well, uh, and the building, uh, well, it's it's 
you know, the Seagram's building, but in, in this and another film, um, it's, it's the Sloan Curtis advertising building. Oh, yes. Right? Uh, and so, like, the other film is What Women Want. Right. Uh, but it's, it's the, the name of the, uh, the same firm because, you know, uh, Nancy Myers wrote that, that script as well. Yes. So, you know, she's got that going. And then she also loved to um, kind of do, like, a, a, a tribute to um, to uh, who, Billy Wilder. Oh, yes, because yes, with the name the, uh, Sheldrake. Yeah. Or uh -huh. yeah. Mr. Sheldrake. Yeah. Right, which is in The Apartment. Yeah. Right, he's one of the, you know, the uh, I think it's the Fred McMurray character. Yeah, that. I think so. It's the yeah. kind of a bad guy that has the affair and then dumps her. Right. And uh, a film I have not seen, Kiss Me Stupid. I have not seen that. I've never even heard of that. And uh, uh, Sheldrake is uh, also used in Sunset Boulevard. Yeah, Sunset Boulevard. I can't remember which character or you know who that is in, in Sunset Boulevard. But yeah, I maybe can't it's either. the Jack Webb character that's in that. But um, yeah, um, the success of the uh, now you know spoiler on here uh, the uh, the uh, success of the baby baby food company that that Diane Keaton. Um, Starts, yeah, country baby. Uh, they uh calculated, you know, they, I guess uh, somebody went and asked a bunch of business professionals, you know, how long would it really take, right, to, to get into uh, basically the prime position in grocery stores that you see in the film, and uh, you know, because it's a baby food uh, that she she makes, she markets, yeah, and uh, so it would take several years, not the six months. That you see right. in the film, <laughs> yeah. you know, and they deal with it. And, you know, they they do it in kind of a montage where she's, you know, first cooking this stuff in her kitchen and then selling it out of, her, you know, putting it in her garage and selling it at the local market or whatever. Right. But um, yeah, that it it would take several years, yeah, to do it. Or you could just go on Shark Tank <laughs> and get it <laughs> get it funded by some millionaire. <laughs> And, uh, you can do it on Etsy or something like exactly. that. Exactly. Yeah. Right? Exactly. Amazon. It's a whole different world now with the internet. <laughs> right. Yeah. Um, so uh, I didn't know until this because I hadn't heard of any of these movies. But her and Sam Shepard, Diane Keaton and Sam Shepard, oh, yeah. worked together several times. A lot. Um, they actually appeared in a movie together the year before this called Crimes of the Heart. Uh -huh. I got to see that. I've never I seen did it. See that in the eighties. Um, yeah. Yeah. And forgotten it. You're right. <laughs> I barely remember. Yeah. Um, and then they would also later appear on The Only Thrill, 1997, and Darling Darling Companion in 2012. Did not see those. I did not see those. Yeah. I admit, I, I, those completely. I did not, I did not see those. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, but, yeah, they've worked together several times. Yeah. So. Oh, they like, you know, a lot of people do. Oh, yeah. yeah. I mean, how many films has she done with, like, Jane Fonda? Oh God, yeah. How many has she done with Woody Allen? Oh, right. Yeah. You know? In fact, she did uh, uh, the same year that this was made, eighty-seven. She did Radio Days. Yes. With Woody Allen. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. And of course, her probably her best known role, Annie Hall. Oh, of course. Woody yeah. 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 So um, okay. Well, I think that's going to do us on time. So much. So so quickly. It goes by so really? quick. Um, <laughs> so we want to thank real quick before we go. I want to give a shout out to. Margaret Inlow Walton, um, who sent in a celebrity photo this week. Of, I believe it's her sister. Uh -huh. um, and um, with the great Tim Blake Nelson. Oh, Tulsa yeah, native. from Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Yeah. Uh -huh. um, He's funny. 
He's funny. He's yeah. been in a lot. He's in a lot of movies, uh-huh. and he doesn't. You know, he's not necessarily the leading man in a lot of them. Character but actors work a lot he's more a, than leading exactly. Men. And he's a great character actor. And um, but yeah, she sent in a photo with Tim Blake Nelson. I didn't know. I knew he was a Tulsa native, but I didn't know. She said put a note in there that he went to Holland Hall, which is a Episcopal private school in, uh-huh. in Tulsa. That's yeah. where he went to high school, I guess. Um, they taught him well. They taught him well. So um, so that was a great photo to get, uh-huh. and, and, a, and a really nice cool story those. story behind it. It was it was him at a book signing that she got uh-huh. to meet him at, and everything. So um, if you have a celebrity photo that you would like to send in to us um there'll be a tag at the end of the podcast that tells you the address and all that stuff and where to send it i can tell you right now oh go ahead you got it memorized (laughs) tell us do tell us it's like a song i sing now it's (laughs) celebrity photo p.o box 14190 oklahoma city oklahoma 73113 or you can email it to us at movie club at oeta.tv that's right (laughs) and I'll, i'll get that picture and um We'll we'll put it on the air and make you famous for a couple minutes. And uh, but please do send in a story when you send in those photos. A lot of times we get a photo that says me with Tim Blake Nelson or whatever, and uh-huh. um, and we need to know the story behind it because it makes it obviously a lot more interesting when we tell it on TV. Of course. So um, but yeah, so send us a photo, send us a story behind it. Let us know all that good stuff. Um, coming up next week, we've got another good one. Um, Love and Mercy, which is about Brian Wilson and the oh, Beach, Beach Boys, Boys. Uh-huh. Um, his time while he's writing uh, Pet Sounds. And um, his struggle to get away from his um, psychiatrist, yes. shady psychiatrist. Yeah, it kind of it flashes back and forth between the 1960s and the 1980s. And, uh, and yeah, it's, but it's a great movie. I'm a huge Beach Boys fan. So. I love the, um, you know, the show in his living room. They, uh, he, his piano... Had, they had it set in a, a box that's full of sand, sand yeah. beach sand. Yeah. Right? So he can sink his toes into the sand while he's writing. Yep. I love it. Oh, yeah, that's great. All right. Well, until next week, um, everybody, please tune in, listen, um, watch us on Saturday nights at 9, tell all your friends about us, and until next week, take care. Bye-bye. Make sure to like and subscribe to the podcast. You can preview all upcoming OETA Movie Club films at oeta.tv forward slash movie club. And please send your celebrity photos to P.O. Box 14190, Oklahoma City, Oklahoma 73113, or you can email them to us at oeta.tv forward slash movie club. And of course, tune in every Saturday night at 9 and on Fridays at 11. We'll see you on the couch every weekend for a great movie and fresh popcorn.